fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. It's time for another one-shot from Reckoning of the Dead. Our scenario is entitled The Hitchhike. It was written by Noah Lloyd and Matt Bryan. I'm your game master, and this is the third version of this game. Let's uh, have our players introduce themselves and uh, their characters. Uh, Mike? Hi, I'm Mike. I'm playing Heather Holland. Hi, uh, uh, I'm John D. Uh, I'll be playing uh, Brian Holland, a 16-year-old uh, middle middle child. I'm Oren Meyer. I'll be playing Matt Holland, one of the fantastic twins. And I'm Nimrod. I'll be playing Mark, the other fantastic twin. <laughs> Good. All right, so without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. The date is Friday the 20th of May, uh, 1983. Technically, you live in Douglas County on the far edge of the city of Lawrence, Kansas, but it really takes about 30 minutes to get into the city proper. Your aging farm is completely surrounded by lush green wheat fields as far as the eye can see, all of it uh, about four feet tall. It's almost six o'clock in the evening, time for dinner, your mother is busy in the kitchen. Your father is not yet home from work. Your granny Matilda is sitting in her wheelchair at the end of the table. There's a small stream of saliva dribbling from her left side, the left side of her mouth. Granny had a stroke last year and has limited feelings in her left side. She can move her right side a little, but she needs to be helped with just about everything. What are you kids up to? No, I'm probably setting the table. Setting the oh. table, I noticed a drill on. Wipe it off Granny's chin. There you go, Granny. Uh, we're, we're probably coming, just coming in from playing outside or something, I'd probably guess. Yeah. 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 Well, you got home from school a little while right. ago. Yeah. Oh, is it, is it time for dinner already? <laughs> we were, you know, we were having a, getting a nice game of ball out there. Yeah. Your mother says, yeah, you kids clean up. Uh, somebody set the table. All right, sure thing. Yeah, we quickly okay. run up the stairs to avoid setting the table. Yeah, as fast as possible. I'll, I'll kind of groan and be like, all right, you know, I'll take the responsibility and help set the table and get everything ready. All right. Um, uh, Heather, what are you doing? Helping with the table setting. Okay. Um, Heather and Mark, I want you, I'm sorry, Heather and, uh, uh-oh, what happened? Did we lose somebody? No, we didn't. Something came up on my screen, though. Oh, I know what, I don't, I don't have my chat window open. It's scaring my phone. Oh. All right, now I'm fine. Um, uh, Brian, um, you and Heather do a spot hidden goal. All right. I got 65, and that probably is not. Say, Brian? Yeah. Oops. Brian. Hey, I failed. Uh, oh, I also got, I got a 96. <laughs> okay. Well, you're both down there watching your mom, and she seems a little less cheery than she normally is. Uh, your father 
uh, is usually shows up right about six. Um, it's still a few minutes before six, so he's not late, but she keeps looking out the window, uh, kind of nervously waiting for him to get home, like something's bothering her. I'll, I'll go up and I'll be like, hey, 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 Ma, is, is everything all right? I'm just worried. I want your father to get home. Oh, oh, of course. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm like, what is the weather outside like? Uh, it's, it's warm. It's, it's a nice uh, uh, late May evening. Um, slight wind, clear skies. Uh, nice, right. I thought you know, maybe he was, she was worried because it might be storming or something. No. Um, but you notice that she, uh, as she says that, she glances over at the newspaper that's, uh, that's setting on the end of the counter. I'm going to like kind of inconspicuously work my way over and glance at it to see what see what she might be looking at. Okay. Yeah, I'll take a look if I can. There, there's, a, there's a news article uh, on the front page of the the local newspaper. Quintuple homicide. Residents of Douglas County were shocked this morning to learn a gruesome quintuple homicide near Lawrence. Pleasantville residents Kenneth and Faith uh, Grant and their three children, Tommy, age 10, Mary Lou, age 7, and three-month-old baby Christy, were tied up, brutalized, and murdered in what is believed to be a gang of escaped convicts. The perpetrators of this heinous crime are still at large. Residents their, uh, and their neighbors are cautioned to be wary of any groups of suspicious-looking men. Like, oh man, uh, uh, hey, do, do you think we should be worried? Well, you can see that your mom's a little worried. Uh, you know that the, the Grant family in Pleasantville, I mean, you didn't know them personally, but Pleasantville's just like seven or eight miles down the road. Right. I mean, that's, that's pretty close. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I, I, I think we should keep, keep our eye out, Heather. There's also a penitentiary not that far away. Uh, yeah, that one is. Do you, do you, yeah, I mean, I mean, you don't really think that they escaped, did you? I mean, from the penitentiary? Gee, I hope not. I mean, what, what is this, one of those movies? Right. Yeah, one of those crime movies? I probably come down by this time point after washing my hands. Yeah, I think I, I peeked to see if the table is set already before I get down. Yeah, it, it's set. Because <laughs> yeah. it's clear. Um, after a few minutes of standing there, uh, you see, uh, you know, the, the lights from uh, the, uh, the headlights of your car uh, sort of flash across the front of the house. And you, you see your mother give a sigh of relief. Oh, thank God. Like I'll, I'll just look to Heather and smile. I'm like, oh, I, I think dad's home. And she's like, okay, kids, let's, uh, let's get ready for dinner. Did everybody wash up? Yeah. Um, <laughs> see? Hands are clean. I'm like, um, Mark, Mark, you, you, you down here yet? It's dinner time. Coming, coming. I'll run down. Uh, the door opens, same way that it always does, and your father uh, steps in, 
knocks the dust off of his boots as he as he steps inside. And someone else, there's a man uh, who is right behind your father. Uh, your father steps in and opens, I mean, he uh, holds the door. And this fellow looks like he's maybe in his late 30s, early 40s, dressed in somewhat rumpled clothing, uh, steps in beside him. Your, your mother has a strange, a, a strange look on her face like, what the hell? Um, your father is not like the kind of person who just invites strangers in. But in this case, he says, uh, you know, I'm home. Um, is dinner ready? Your mom's like, yes, yes, it's ready. Uh, who is this? And he says, oh, this is a fellow. I, he was uh, stranded, he said, walking along the road. Uh, I figured I'd uh, pick him up and uh, bring him back here for a bit. Um, and the guy just sort of stands there. And uh, your father says, well, let's, let's get everything going here. Yeah, I'll just be kind of eyeing him a little, try, try not to stare, but kind of like look at him and look at my father and look back at him and you know, look, look, look to Matt and Mark and Heather. The, like it's a little unsettled. The guy doesn't look um, pleasant in any way. I mean, he doesn't really look unpleasant. He just looks kind of like he's been, I don't know, beaten down by life, if you will. Mm -hmm. um, your father uh, motions for the man to, to take a seat. And uh, uh, he sets a couple of spots away from Grandma Matilda. Um, you all take your spots. Uh, Dad moves to the head of the table, and Mom sits next to him. And uh, dinner is served. You're having spaghetti. Um, Your father just eats. Um, uh, your mother keeps giving him dirty glances, like, who is this? Well, well, you know, but she doesn't raise her voice. She doesn't say anything. Um, it would be impolite to say something like that in front of a guest. Um, what do you guys do? Is it typical for dad just to sit there and eat, or, or does he... Um... Usually, he's not a big conversationalist. No. Okay. I'm just watching the guy. Curious. Yeah, so I was gonna say, I think I'm just, you know, I'm probably hungry, you know, <laughs> so I'm, I'm eating, but I'm at the same time, I'm, I'm definitely yeah. trying not to act like I'm staring, but I am watching him a little bit with a curious eye, a suspicious eye. Yeah. Okay. I am definitely <laughs> eyeing him up and down because, you know, that's how I am. Right. And yeah. um, I'm kind of, you know. You know, looking at my brother, we're get, sharing secret glances and, you know, taking a look at his clothes, seeing, you know, what we can pick out. Now, Mark, do a spot hidden roll. Okay. That's 41, which is pass. No okay. pass. You notice, Grandma... Um, 
she, if she can have a, a concerned look on her, on the right side of her face, <laughs> she's looking over at the stranger and she's looking at the rest of you and she's looking at the stranger and you see her right hand is uh, tapping nervously on the table, you know. Um, one of you is probably helping feed her. Um, that's probably me. Yeah. And, uh, uh, but she obviously disapproves of, of the stranger in, the, in your house. Um, your mother looks definitely upset, but she continues to eat. Um, it's, it's rather blatantly silent, you know, as you're all sitting there. More so than usual. What would you guys like to do? Uh, so, uh, hey, hey, Pi, you know, uh, me and Matt and Mark were, were throwing the, you know, throwing the ball around earlier and they're, you know, they're, they're getting pretty good at their overhand. Uh, your father just continues to eat the spaghetti. <laughs> uh, we were hoping maybe, you know, uh, some Saturday or something we could all, you know, get together, run out back and play a game or something. Um, his eyes sort of come up and look at you for a moment. And and then he just goes back to eating his meal. Just kind of look at you know Matt and Mark and with a little bit of a concerned look and go back to trying to you know appease the awkward silence. Oh, uh, like uh, spaghetti's good, Ma. Wow. Yeah, very. Break the. Uh, well, I look I look directly at the stranger, and go. So what's your name, sir? I'm Matt. Um, there's a moment of awkwardness as he looks up at you and, uh, he says in a, in a rather kind of low, quiet voice, he says, uh, Chuck. Nice to meet you, Chuck. And, um, your father says, uh, don't bother the man, leave him alone. Um, your, your mother says, uh, she, she sort of gives him a glance and she says, so, um, uh, Chuck, where were you coming from? And your father turns and says, I said, leave the man alone. He's had a hard life. And your mom looks pissed. <laughs> uh, I don't need to be told twice by dad. So, I, And especially if it dad says that to mom, I'm just like, okay. Yep. That, all but that makes do, me even more curious. All of you do a spot hidden. All right. This time I got a 69. Yeah, instead of a 96, I got a 69 this time. Both fails. I had a hard success. Nice. Okay. Uh, anybody else get a hard or just regular? That's right. Okay. Matt, you're looking at the man and there's there's something something you didn't notice before. You're looking too much at the man. You're looking at who is this guy and the way he's dressed and everything. And it takes you a moment to realize that um, he's barely taken a single bite of food. Um, 
you're you're pretty sure you recall him bringing the the food to his mouth and then setting it down and now he's just sort of sitting there quietly staring at the food um not really participating you can hear the clinking of everybody else's spaghetti forks as they're eating up the food but this man is just sitting there and your father is uh is eating through his food pretty quickly the way he usually does mm. all right i'm gonna eat my food but i'm gonna keep an eye on chuck because now i'm curious he's not eating Mom's spaghetti is like top notch. So the meal progresses, and um, a few moments in a, a few moments before you're kind of done, um, you notice Grandma is making motions like she wants to go to her room. Um, you know, she she can't really talk, but she can make noises. Um, and she can move her hand, her right hand a little bit. So she's like making motions that she wants to, to go. She might need to use the restroom or, or something. Are you okay, Granny? You all done? You want to go? Yeah, you, you, should, should we help you out, Granny? You need to re use the restroom? You just want to go to your room? Um, your mother says, uh, help, take your grandma to her room. She probably wants to rest. I take her. When we get in the room, um, we'll be like, can she write? Not really. She doesn't have that kind of motor control. Right. I, I assume she has some basic hand signals the whole family, at least by this time, that the family kind of understands. Like yes or no. Yeah, but if you kind of get what she's saying, is you just, just go away and leave her alone for now. Okay. You feel good, Grandma? Go back, go back and eat. And you she's feel good, like, just leave me alone. All right, you just let me know what you need anything. I'll just leave. Come back to the table. Okay, so you go back to the meal. So your father is finished with his meal, and uh, your father suddenly looks up, and he says, um, uh, uh, our guest is going to spend the night in the guest room. And your mother just fucking gasps. I, and, and he's like, he's like, uh, you can, uh, you know, go up, up there and make the bed for him. And she's like, I would like to speak to you in the other room. You know, and she gets up and he looks at her rather annoyed. And then he gets up and says, you know, just a moment. And they go into the other room. And you can't hear all the words, but uh, you can hear your mother being pretty upset. And your father, just in rather even tones, is, I've already said that he's going to stay. I've told him he can stay. He's going to stay the night. He'll leave in the morning. I'm kind of, as I'm hearing this, I'm keeping an eye on Chuck to see how he reacts to this whole conversation. He still just seems to be sitting there staring down at the table. He, he barely touched his spaghetti. 
And Jesus, who can resist spaghetti? It sounds so I know, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, dang. It's like, well, it's ma spaghetti. Come on. Um, yeah. With the meat, the sauce. Yeah, it's disrespectful. Um, I, I, I guess I'll, I'll look up to Chuck and I'll be like, so, um, Chuck, uh, w- uh, are you, uh, what, what do you do for a living? Do you have a, a, a craft or a trade or something uh, like that? Kind of awkwardly trying to fill the silence. But also he, uh, he, he, his eyes look up at you. Um, they're rather sad-looking eyes. Um, kind of, I don't know. Um, he doesn't have that sparkle in his eyes that normal people do. You know, he, he just seems kind of dull and washed out. Um, he doesn't really answer your question, but uh, he, uh, he sort of grunts a little. Mm. And you said he, he was very disheveled. I mean, is he just wearing sort of like a common clothing? Uh, uh, yeah, you know, just okay. uh, like uh, stuff you get in the bargain basement. Right. Uh, he's not, he's not, and it doesn't fit him really well. And he looks like, uh, he looks like he's a bit, um, I don't know what you want to say. He's not really emaciated, but mm-hmm. uh, if you were to guess, you'd say he probably weighed more at one point and he's lost a lot of weight because his, okay. his, his, his skin just sort of sags on his body, you know? Right. So he's not um, necessarily homeless, but he's definitely uh, very poor and not in a very good condition. Yeah, and you're not exactly in an area of Kansas that has, right. you know, a lot of, you know, maybe a farmhand or something that has, hasn't had any work in a long time. Right. Um. um your, your mother and father come back into the room. Your mother is obviously angry. Um, and she just sort of barks at you, kid. She's like, all right, let's clean up. You know. And your father comes into the room and he sits back down at the table. But he doesn't do anything either. He, uh, he sits there and watches as you people, as you guys pick up the plates and go into the kitchen and yeah. I'm, I'm knowing very... mom yeah. Go ahead. Knowing mom's tone and what was said, I'm I don't want that temper coming at me, so I'm picking up my plate and silverware and taking it into the kitchen. Yeah. Right. Me too. I'm I'm very clearly like uh very very much not okay with this. And I'm just like, you know, yes ma'am, and I just you know, I'm just giving dad a mean look and just taking you know, taking the stuff away and doing as she says. And um at some point uh your father suddenly says, um, is, is that bedroom made up yet upstairs? And uh, your mother turns around briskly with just like daggers in her eyes. And uh, she says, uh, will one of you kids go upstairs and, and make the bed in the guest room? There are, there are sheets in the uh, closet. Okay, yeah, I'll go up with, with my brother Mark to do it. All right. As I go up, as I go up the stairs with Mark, I go. All right, we'll have to keep it low key tonight. Mom's pissed. If he catches now, I think we're gonna keep in the barn or something. Yeah, we're gonna get more than we want to bargain with. But do you notice he didn't eat any mom's spaghetti? Who doesn't eat mom's spaghetti? That is that is weird. 
Yeah, we got to keep an eye on this guy. Yeah. Well, he can be close. That's. Yeah. I think we leave. If he's going to stay the night, we need to leave some Legos out near the door. Oh, that's a classic. Yeah. Matt and Mark, uh, do um, an idea roll. When he's at the pass. Uh, yeah, that 56, so that's a success. Okay. Um, you have had an ongoing little uh, project you've been uh, doing, um, as you recall. Um, do you recall any names? Yeah. Yeah. Did he say his last name? No. I think so. He did say his first name was Chuck. Was that, was there anything in those, um, our project that had a C for the first name, like C something, or did he actually say something like Charles or Chuck? I think Chuck sounds familiar. You should probably check the letters. Yeah. I had to go out to the barn. Well, um, I can set this up if you want to check it out. Yeah. All right. I'll go check it out. I'll, I'll take our, I'll take the porch exit. And so I go. He takes care of the bed, and I'll do the scoot out the our bedroom window, cross the porch, come down, head towards the barn, with okay. a flashlight. All right, so you head out towards the barn. Um, you you move across your property like you've done it a thousand times. Uh, you go into the barn. Uh, the barn is getting pretty dark on the inside at this point, uh, but you move through the barn as if you could do it with your eyes closed. Uh, you probably could. Uh, you go up the stairs and, I mean, up the ladder uh, into the loft and you find your uh, secret hiding place, and uh, you find the bundle of letters that have gone back and forth. Now, you, I'm wondering, because of what you're saying to me as a player, if I didn't screw something up, what was the name of the person that you've been corresponding with? No, to be, to be quite honest, I don't remember. Oh, you don't remember? I think it was Chuck something. Okay, so Chuck. Yeah, Chuck Malone. Chuck right. Malone. There you go. Chuck Malone. And I go, hmm, confirmed. All right. So I'm going to keep the layers there because I don't want my, uh, you know, anyone else in the house, but at least I've confirmed it. And I head back to the house, take the secret, the do the trellis thing, go back in the room. And meet up my brother back at the guys. It probably it's taking him that long just to make that bed. Yeah, I'm still trying to figure out which side goes where, and like stretching it. You've done it before, so it's not that hard. Um. Well, Matt, what was it? Yeah, first name Chuck. Chuck first Malone. Do you think you think this is the guy? I mean, it's not supposed to be out of the loose, you know. Yeah. 
We need to get a handwriting sample. We're going to have to keep an eye on this guy. All right. So while you're doing that, the phone rings downstairs. Um, Heather, you've kind of been expecting phone calls. So. Well, that might be Rick. <laughs> Run off to the phone. Uh, you get on the phone, and it uh. is Rick. It is Rick. Uh, hey, hey, babe. Um, uh, you got a problem. No problem. Uh, how, uh, how soon, uh, do you think you could get ready? Um, I think we might have to make a run for it. I, I can't find the 500 bucks. Um, and the guy's asking and I got to pay him or he's going to come looking for us. Um, oh, no. I think maybe you should meet me out by the, the, the silo, maybe around midnight and we can just get the hell out of town. What did you get me into? Uh, you know, I, it was a good deal. It was a sure thing. If I can go, there's a stranger here in the house. Oh, yeah, but this guy's bad news. He might, I don't know what he could do. He's shit. Uh, I'm just thinking of your safety, baby. Is, is the phone in, a, in another room or do I hear, can I like eavesdrop on Heather's side? You're in the, you're in the family room. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, she's in the family room and she's probably being Okay. <laughs> the way girls are. Okay. Can I make a listen? listen? Yeah, do a um, do a listen roll. Okay. Maybe a listen roll. We uh, got to get at least a hard. I I got a three. <laughs> oh, you got a three. I got a three. Yeah. You're standing right on the other side. <laughs> yep, yep. I'm just just being that like nosy little Listening brother. Listening to everything she's saying, but you can't hear what he's saying. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, what? What she said? What? What did she get into? Anyway. Oh, come on, Heather. Anyway, babe, we got to get out of here. Um, I don't know. That guy could come and seek revenge or something on me. Or I don't know what he's going to do. I, can't, I don't have the money. It's completely gone. I have no idea what happened to it. I had it in my truck. Well, I don't really want to leave. Well, he's not going to. Uh, 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 come on. We can, we can go off and, and get married and live somewhere. I mean, you've got the drugs. We can sell them somewhere else. Well, why don't you just give him that instead of what he wants? He doesn't want the drugs. He wants the money. Well, why don't you just offload them to somebody? You've still got time. He's still going to show up. I'm not going to be able to sell those for that. You can make it back with, um, you know, you'll be able to make it back to pay, you know. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, at least I'll come by around midnight and I, I got to pick up the drugs then. But I, I, I'm going to have to get out of town. If, if you don't want to go, fine. But I, I can't guarantee your safety. No, I don't really want to go. I can't leave Granny. Uh, why don't you just come out? before midnight and pick you know it up and then you know um 
I'm not going to be able to get there before midnight. I'll have to sneak out. Uh, well, just let me know what's going oh, on. Oh, oh, oh uh, I got to go. Click. Oh, what did he do? I'll just kind of like nonchalantly like make it look like I wasn't this weekend. right there. Sorry. Uh, that's that's cool. Uh, Brian, I'm going to text you something. Okay. Um. All right. Uh. Uh, as soon as the bed is made and everything, uh, your father sort of walks the guy uh, to the room. Uh, and he's, he, he doesn't say much. They don't say much. They don't say anything at all to each other. He, he walks the guy into the room and points at the bed and then closes the door. Um, it's only about 7.30. Uh, and your father is kind of like, all right, nobody disturb him. Uh, and your father goes downstairs, uh, to smoke a pipe. And, uh, I don't know if he reads a book or whatever, but your mom is waiting for him <laughs> and she is going to read him the riot act. And she is going to be pointing to that newspaper article and she's you know are you crazy and all this and he just ignores her uh but you I can like hear them fighting downstairs I, i'm gonna take this moment while they're distracted uh and i'm gonna sort of casually uh to matt and mark be like hey guys uh uh and i'm gonna make sure that only the, the two of them can see my face and be like i think i think we might have did you leave your baseball glove out, out back i think i left my glove out back yeah, 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 yeah. We should go get that real quick. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to sort of lead the two of them out back. Okay. okay. Um, and once we get on sort of the back porch, we'll be like, guys, I overheard Heather talking with that uh, Rick guy. Or <laughs> I saw him kissing up in the loft. Listen, she said something about like, like something, I, I can only hear her side, but she said something about them leaving. And the in the in the that like they were that, like they couldn't leave me or us behind and something and that she was saying that she couldn't she you know like something about twelve at night or something like I don't know what's going on but she's in, she's gotten herself into something with that guy and and she might be making an escape tonight we got to be on the eye we got to keep our eyes out on her. You're on right. us. All right, but, but, hey, keep this one down though, okay, guys? It's just between us. Not a problem. All right. All right. This and is I, our specialty. I know I can trust you guys. I'll we'll give you like a give you like our little high five thing that we probably got going on, and then we'll head back inside. Before uh, you head uh, back inside, yeah. I'd like you. Um, I'd like you to do an idea roll if you can. Okay. Uh, ooh, I got. I think that's a. I got a sixty-five, which is definitely a fail. <laughs> Uh, the the twins too. Oh, okay. That's why sure. I'm holding yeah. off. Yeah, maybe you guys are better at book smart. <laughs> Fourteen. Um, so yeah, I passed. All right. Um, explain why I'm more diabolical. Uh, Matt. Uh, 
um, as you're sitting there, as you're sitting there talking to uh, your brothers, um, you're the one that is sort of facing the house. Um, you you look up, and you can see the window of the guest room. And as you're looking at the window, you realize that from the, the loft in the barn, you can see right into that window. And there's also a ridge along the side of the house. You guys have climbed on the roof a lot. You climb up and down all the time. There's actually a way that you could climb right up to that window and uh, along, the, along the flat end of the roof and uh, look right in if you wanted to see what the stranger was doing. Hmm. Yeah. I go, you know, I'm just thinking, do I want Brian to know or not? You know, that's the big question. Or whether this is more of a Mark and Matt thing. Um, yeah, we'll keep an eye on um, our sister tonight. Okay. <laughs> All right. Hey, hey, Mark, you know, I, I, I think we forgot to take care of something in a barn. And, you know, I will meet oh. you back in the, in the house. Okay. Okay. We, I, we head over there. Hey, Mark. From the loft, we can see right into that stranger's room. Oh, gee, And if you take a look, we could, if we um, actually using the, you know, the porch and up on, going on the roof, we can actually look through the window up close. Oh, that's, that's great. When do you want to go there? Well, I say we go from the loft first. We, you still have that broken pair of uh, that, that that broken pair of World War II binoculars. Yeah, they shouldn't be hidden there next to the mother. Yeah, it's too bad. Only one side works, but hey, better than nothing. No, there's nothing. Yeah. Um, yeah, we can kind of take a look at it right now before the light goes out. Yeah, it's probably a good idea. All right, so we if you want to go up and. Oh, here. All right. Um, the light in the man's room is not on. But you think that you can still see him sort of standing in there just with the, uh, the, the, the dim light from the sunset still sort of a little bit in the sky. And he's standing there facing the window, just standing there. He's not moving. He's not, he's not moving around the room or anything. He's just standing completely still. Weird. I yeah. think that you, you should both do sanity rolls just because it's so creepy. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Oh, that's nope. A 90. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Shit. Uh, each of you can take one hit point of damage for any hit point of sanity loss. All right. Jeez, first he doesn't eat the spaghetti and now he's not moving? What's up? Yeah, he's a freak, man. Um, you hear a noise downstairs in the barn and you don't recall seeing your brother uh, go back into the house. 
take a look through some of the cracks in the floorboard. Who's down yeah. there? You, you see Brian down there, and he's trying to sneak up on you guys. Not very well. Yeah. We're going to... Where do you... That's it. Shall we go? Square around, yeah. Head down another part of the, the barn. Yeah. Now, when you guys move around, you're you're crank creaking wood. And yeah. Yeah. Else. I know. Yeah. We're yeah. We're, he knows we're moving someplace else, and we go down the RSS of the other ladder. Uh, I'm gonna run out now that I think they saw me. I'm gonna run after yeah. them. All right, guys, guys, what'd you see? Um, there I go. Shall we tell him? Um, yeah, I think he saw us. All right. We wait, we wait for him. Uh, but making sure we're away from the house still and not... Yeah, here's still that one window. <sighs> All right, wait till Brian gets there. That's Chuck guy. He's weird. Yeah! He's really weird. I knew that! <laughs> no, I mean, he's standing in the room. Not like sitting, just standing and kind of looking out the window, but just standing there. He was standing there for what five, ten minutes there, Mark? Yeah, not moving at all. That's definitely weird. That's like uh, maybe, maybe he's like one of those weird religious, I don't know, maybe he's like one of those weird religious guys, you know, that like do the thing where they don't move because they're like with God or whatever. I, I don't know. I'm just that, that's that's definitely weird though. That's that's really like. Why would you not like sit down or like lay down or something? Yeah, he's like in the dark also. In the I mean, wait, in the, without the lights on? Yeah. yeah. That yeah that's really weird. Uh, I'm uh, okay. So so meanwhile, we got Heather off doing her own thing, maybe trying to escape attempt tonight. And then there's this weird guy that Dad brought over, and Dad's acting weird. And Mom's pissed. Ugh. So Heather, what are you doing? Um, first I was going to go looking on Grainy, then I was going to go out to the barn, uh, I have some people sent there. I want to see if it's still safe. Actually, you've gotten a little quiet. I, could, I couldn't quite hear what you said. I'm sorry. Uh, I said I'm going to go check in on Grainy, and then I'm going to go over to uh, the barn to check on something to make sure it's safe. Okay. Um, you look in on Granny, and, um... Uh, she has managed to climb into her bed, um, which she can do it. She has to struggle with, but she can do it. Um, and uh, when you walk into the door, uh, she jumps and uh, she, she looks over at you wide-eyed. And uh, she's just staring at you oddly, uh, like, uh, like she's afraid of you. You okay, Granny? And when you yeah, say that, she calms down. And uh, uh, she she sort of nods her head, a, a yes. Um, and then sort of makes that same motion for you to you go. And uh, she sort of, you get almost the feeling like she feigns closing her eyes and, and, and trying to get some sleep. She's She's a complicated woman. All right, I'll leave her alone. I'll just go out to the, go or out to the barn. 
Right. Um, so you're going to head on out to the barn. Mm -hmm. um, uh, do a spot hidden for me. All right. Ooh, five. Finally, okay. I passed that. Five. Uh, you go onto the, the covered porch and uh, the screened porch, and you take a couple of steps towards the door going outside, and you look through the screened porch, and you see the twins upstairs in the barn using a binoculars. Ooh, that's um, and you think you see your, your other brother sneaking around the barn. So they're 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 out there playing or something. Can I tell what they're looking at? Uh, looks like they're looking at the house, but or maybe something beyond the house, or well, maybe. On the way over, I'm gonna glance back and see what. He well, you would have to leave the if you leave the covered porch, they'll see you. Okay, I'll just keep going to the barn then. Okay, well then they'll definitely like... see you. If you step out of the door, you're heading right towards them. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh no, there's no other back. There's no back way forward there. No. Is there? Okay. Back we'll have to cross the yard. Hmm. Well, I just look at him, then I just shrug and go back in, hoping they'll. Okay. They'll. You know that they won't be out there for long. All right. Um. So what do you want to do next? Do you want to go up to your room? Mm, yeah, I'll go up to All my right. room. You realize as you're going up to your room, go up the stairs. Um, when you get to the top of the stairs, uh, you go by Brian's room first, and then by Matt and uh, Mark's room. And then you've got the stranger's room before you get to your room. And then mom and dad's room is beyond that. So um, you feel uncomfortable walking by the uh, stranger's room and you don't see any light under the door. But then again, maybe he went to bed. Okay, I'm gonna kind of listen. Nothing, no sound at all. Hmm. All right, that's weird. This, what, you said it was seven something. Okay, yeah, 7.30. Sounds like early for bed. I'm just gonna go to my room and listen to music, I guess. Now, which way did my room point? The windows. Your room faces. Uh, your room face. You've got two windows. You've got one pointing out to the front of the house, and one onto the uh, left side of the house. One, your, one room is pointing south. One window is pointing south. The other window points uh, west. Okay. Can I see the barn from my window? Yes. The the, the one pointing south, uh, you're looking right at the barn. All right. Now I'm going to watch the barn and see if they come out. Okay. Um, yeah. After, after a little bit, you see them sort of gather out in front of the barn, all three of them, having a chat. And then I believe they're going to walk back to the house. Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. That's so you finally see them doing that. They're out there for maybe 15 or 20 minutes. Hmm. Now I'm really, really worried. I really, there's something out there I don't want anybody finding. 
So I'm really gonna worry about it. I'm gonna go out and look if All right. they're safe. They won't see me from the map. All right, so let's jump back to the other three. Uh, you guys are walking in the house. Um, uh, your mother, uh, when you walk in, your mother is nowhere to be seen at that point. Um, uh, you, you heard them arguing. Uh, your father is still sitting kind of in the family room, uh, but he's not smoking and he's not reading anything. He's just sitting in his big chair. Um, he looks rather stern the way he normally looks. Um, but it's like maybe he's deep in thought or whatever. His eyes are not, not, not wide open. Um, you think maybe you can hear your mother rummaging around in other parts of the house doing things, uh, maybe out by the laundry or something. Um, you can hear a faint noise of music from upstairs, which you imagine is your sister's room. Um, and what are you going to do now that you're inside the house? Uh, I'll say it's about eight o'clock at this point. Uh, we're going to have to keep an eye on on our sister. Yeah. <clears throat> oh yeah, for sure. Of course, you listen to to. Uh, you should hear how she talks about you by Melissa Manchester, <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> she's always mm -hmm. listening to those kind of. You know, she's listening to those. Uh, you know, like those. Uh, what is it? Uh, Oh, like, uh, you know, she's very, you know, teenage girl type stuff. You know, she's she's all like big woman now. She's big sister. You know, she's with this Rick guy. Oh. You know, that kind of music. She's she's getting all fired up and, you know, wh whatever. I'm just, I'm just saying I'm worried, you know. It, it's, I, I'm worried. Because, I mean, uh, if, you think she's really going to try to leave tonight? Well, who knows with her? Yeah, 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 yeah. She she was doing all that smoochy stuff with Rick. Ugh, I hate that guy. Such a jerk. Wish I could just you know go all Conan on him, you know. Yeah. We're gonna have to keep an eye on her though. Yeah, and, oh. and a more pressing issue. What about this weird guy? He's just standing in the dark. Do you know how weird that is? Just means it's gonna be a late night, right, Mark? Uh, yep. But first, we gotta check. Out. I'm gonna go check on mom. We need to know where the other adults are. Oh, uh, you hear the music upstairs get louder for a couple of seconds, and then uh, you hear Heather walking uh, around. You, you guess that's who it is, and she appears at the top of the stairs, coming down. All right. I I give a. I give a, a, you know, a what my that Mark understands. Who wants to follow her? You or me? Um, I can follow her. All right, I'll check on mom to make sure that you know we know where dad is. Want to make sure we have the ghost is clear. So I go upstairs to hunt down where mom is if she if that's where I heard the noise. Or did it sound like you she think was it was actually somewhere else in the in the bottom part of the house? All right, I'll check around the bottom part of the house. Okay. I think I'll loiter around, try and wait for Heather to pass by, and then try and sneakily follow her. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, Heather has lived with you her whole life. 
So uh, she knows your ways. <laughs> uh, I think that you should uh, do a stealth roll, but you're going to have to get a hard pass. Or she's going to turn around and say, stop following me. <laughs> I think 62 will probably not do it. No. Not even a success. Yeah, Heather, you hear him. I, I spin around. What are you doing? Stalking me? Um, no. Just walking around the house. It's my house too, you know. Yeah, but it looks like you're following me. I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm going to Granny. And I'll start like, walking towards Granny's room, which is like not in the same direction at all. Uh, Try and like peek at Heather as I'm going. Look, if you're not good, if you're good, I'll have Rick take you guys out to see the thing this weekend at the drive-in. That new movie is supposed to be grody. Really? Yeah. Wow. Oh. Oh. Okay. Okay. Sure. So sure. Behave. Don't get up to your uh, okay. shenanigans. Sure. No, no shenanigans, yeah, no problem. All right. I'll be good, and I'll like run off. So, Mark, you have to decide if you'd rather see the movie or rather follow your sister. <laughs> I'm really torn. The real uh, decisions. Especially the thing. I know! Yeah. I think now that she's seen me, I'm like, well, the movie's a sure thing. Yeah. As long as she doesn't leave tonight, I'm 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 going on the movie. Also, kids at school have been talking about it, and you've you've kept your ears plugged because you don't want to know. <laughs> I think. All I'm right, like, so, okay. um, Matt. Yeah. Was Matt? You were going to look for mom. Was that it? Yeah. All right. Uh, you find your mom in the back. She's getting stuff ready. Uh, to uh, I don't know. Uh, for tomorrow's meals. Um, she's pretty no-nonsense at this point, and she's like, uh, oh, Matt, um, what do you want? I don't know, just heard some noise down here. I didn't know what was going on. No. Just making sure. Your father is going to be the death of me, I swear. Inviting strange people into our home. Yeah, he is kind of weird, isn't he? I would not have thought of him to be such a trusting man, but yeah, especially he is God the head of he, your... he's the head of the ham family, and we have to do what he wants. Uh -huh. Now he is dad, but I still find it strange a man, a person doesn't eat your spaghetti, Ma. Well, uh, what are you boys up to? Uh, we were just taking care of some stuff we had left outside. Yeah, taking care of a couple things in a bar. Now we're in the house now. Just yeah, you know, we're gonna... don't don't burn anything down. Nope, not considering how you know. Don't worry, mom. You uh, how... you kids stay away from that stranger, and you uh, you know, I think you should stay away from your dad tonight. He's in a mood. No problem, mom. All right. Did you do your homework? Yes, Ma. All right. You tell your brothers to do their homework. Tell your sister. All um, right. 
right. tomorrow is Saturday, so why don't you kids get to bed kind of early, and you can get up early and play all day. All right. Thanks, Ma. And I head back. And as you're going out, Mark is coming in, and he finds you like two uh, magnets. Yep. All right. Uh, as you can guess, you know, we need to stay away from mom and dad today. Um, yeah, that's... Look, I, I kind of lost Heather. What? How could you lose Heather? Well, she just... She, she, she kind of saw me. Um, I think she was going outside, but... Oh, and she, and she said we could go see this thing with, with Rick, which is, you know, not, not as good. But, but, you know, mom and dad are not going to take us there. Yeah, but Brian could take us there. And anyway, she's just fooling you. You think? You think she'd let us see the thing? No, she didn't uh, do the bait and switch like she did last time. Um, God, God damn it. Um, yeah, oh. Remember well, we had to watch Bambi again? Oh, not Bambi. Oh, I hate that movie. Yeah, we were supposed to see that new one, you know. You know. She she made sure that we didn't see it. Yeah. God damn it, I have to stop trusting her. That's like, why you have me. I remember these things. It's good you're here, Matt. Jeez. Anyway. Um, Where'd you go? Did you get your homework done, by the way? Ma wants to know if if we got our homework done. Oh, not at all. Uh, I, I told her that, well, I had gotten mine done, but you know, I'll cover for you. You can look at mine since we take the same class. Oh, not like Miss Thatcher is going to know know my, you know, the difference between our homework getting away. Now, I'll jumble up a few stuff to make it seem like, you know. Yeah. Like Should we tell Brian? Yeah. Yeah. I wonder where Heather went to. Yeah, I have go find Brian. Yeah, I've probably just been somewhere like trying to not look like I'm watching the guest room, <laughs> but I'm just kind of watching the guest room, very just uh, like yeah. So I'm just okay. hanging out in the hall, like oh, what's up? <laughs> hey guys. Yeah, I said we're gonna go outside. It seems that um, um, the the um, the objective has um, been lost. Oh, um, all right, let's go. No, 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 no. You stay here. What? Wait, Keep what? an eye on the. What? You think Mark and I, Mark and I can't take care of this? We know the backyard better than you do. That's not true. But all right, I guess I guess I'll keep an eye on the stranger. But, uh, but Chuck or whatever Ma, his name is. Ma, Mom wants to make sure you got your homework done. Yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever. Oh, Doesn't and stay, she says stay away from Dad. Oh, okay. Yeah, he is. He's yeah, he's been acting weird. I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. All right. Shall we to search pattern Z, Mark? Z the thing. All right. We go. Right. We... Uh, Heather, uh, yeah. you get to the barn without any trouble, you know, right where you're going. Um, uh, I believe that you're. it's also up in the loft for you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, the... Uh, the bag quantity of methamphetamines that you have hidden up there are right where they should be. 
could. I I rehide it, glance out the window, make sure nobody's around. Do a spot there. hidden. <laughs> All right. Ooh, 85. I see nothing. I've got okay. chaff in my eyes. That's ah. because when you look out the window, you are unaware of, uh, of pattern Z. And they are, they have moved into a way. However, when the boys get to the barn, you're already finished and you're on your way back down from mm -hmm. the loft. Um, and you're walking out the front of the barn. So that's what you guys see. You might be, you might think she's got something hidden in there, but you don't know where. In fact, you've probably all got things hidden in there. You just yeah, true. What are you two doing sneaking around? Just playing, you know. Okay. What are you doing sneaking around? I was thought I heard something out in the barn. No okay. Uh, are you playing another secret rendezvous with Rick? We might meet up later. Yeah. He, was, he was talking about going to see the thing this weekend. You guys want to go? John yeah, Taylor. if you keep your promise. Remember what you did last time? Oh, that's you know. <laughs> yeah, we're going to go to the drive-in. Yeah, so, what you're going to do is stuff us in the trunk. Uh, he has a pickup. You can sit in the bed of the truck and watch. We can watch in the cab. All right. All right, All right so what do you guys do for the rest of the evening? Bedtime on, well, bedtime on the weekends probably. Still about 9.30 for the kids, the youngest ones. And even if it wasn't, you guys get tired by then anyway. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think I want to check and see if the guy is still just standing in the room, if he's moved at all. Well, from any vantage point, unless you actually climbed up onto the roof, uh, you can't see anything in the room now because it's too dark. Mm. I think I may try and kind of... What do you think, Matt? Well, you're the daredevil here. Okay, I think we'll try it. All right. So you're all back in the house, we'll say. Um, right. Heather's back in her room. Brian, you're in your room, the twins are in their room, and Mark goes out the window and scoots along the ledge uh, onto the flat part of the roof and works his way over to the window. So you are, you are literally right under the window um, and you would need to peek your head up. Try to peek as little as they can. All right. He's not I'm gonna listen if he's like moving or something before I peek in. When you when you stick your 
head up far enough to be able to see, he's still standing in exactly the same spot. In fact, you don't know how he could have possibly not seen you because he's looking at the I jump back like the second I see him. Okay. Nothing happens. Trying to. But you're sure that he, he must have seen you. But slowly sneak back in, trying not to make a sound. Okay. You're kind of freaked out too. Yeah. I like, I run back and back like, I think he saw me. What was he doing? He's like standing in the exact same place again. What? what? No one could do that. I know. It's, that's like, I can't stand still for like two minutes. I've been doing it for an hour. Oh my God. I'm, that is just freaky, man. Just freaky. Yeah, it's just like, you know, one of those horror stories. Yeah, it was like the, the crazy guy who was staring into the dark. Yeah, like poltergeist. Yeah. What's up with this guy? Yeah. I mean, so, between... Oh, go ahead. Yeah. No, that's okay. So, eventually, you guys are going to have to go to bed unless you want to do otherwise, but... You guys are kind of freaked out, but you're also kind of tired. Mm. It's probably getting past 9.30. You hear your parents come up the stairs at a certain point and head towards their bedroom. I'm probably in my room reading comic books or something, but, you know, every once in a while I get up, go to the door, you know, kind of peek out, look over at the guest room, peek, you know, go back inside. You can't actually see the guest room from your room. Right, so you I'd have, have to like go out in the hallway a little bit. You have to go past the bathroom, past yeah. uh, or at least over to where your brother's room is. Right, right, kind of like kind of in the hallway. Yeah. yeah, and then I'll just sort of sneak out there, kind of look, you know, make sure the door's closed. You know, go back, <laughs> go back in my room, just kind of very suspicious of this guy, but you know, I can't, you know, he's just just there's, sitting in there. There's probably a couple of moments when you're doing that uh, that the floorboards creak enough where both of your brothers had suddenly pop out of their room. Yeah. Uh, and they don't say anything, but they're, they're watching the same way you are. And uh, Heather, it's, it's, it's past 9.30, so you've either put your headphones on or you've turned the, the, rate, the, the music off. Put my headphones on. Um, you can probably get some, catch some Z's before midnight. Um, you can set your alarm. Yeah, I'm going to do that. I'll set my alarm and listen for a few minutes. I want to finish this song and then I'm going to. All right. Uh, to the other three brothers, nothing happens. Nothing happens for an hour and you guys are finally getting. Yeah. You can't keep your eyes open anymore. So eventually you all fall asleep. All right. Well, before I'm going to sleep. Okay. Um, at least in front, in, in front of our, um, where you would walk in through the door of uh -huh. our room, but so it wouldn't affect the sweep of the door, so it wouldn't get. Because I notice our door opens inward. Um, I'm scattering a set of Legos. 
Now you're doing this outside your door. Um, I could do that. That would. What do you think, Mark? Well, would, I'm 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 asking as far as logistics. If somebody gets up in the middle of the night, you guys are probably all barefoot. Yeah. So if they're out, they're out in the hallway. It could be your mom, your dad, anybody stepping on them out there. No, no, no. It's going to be in our room because I I don't dare put them out there because if it's dad, it's <laughs> it's our head. Yeah. Especially, yeah. So I'm just going to do it so that we're at least alert. Um, I go. Last last summer, Dad stepped on a Lego, and you've never heard such expletives. Yes, so our, <laughs> but we're at least making sure that our room is 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 guarded. Is guarded. Um, and I'm going. Well, Brian, how about you? What do you think about Heather? Uh, I mean, I think I'm just probably just you know tired enough. I'll just go to bed, and I'm I don't want to risk any traps or anything. Okay. But I'll, I'm I'm suspicious. But you know I'm 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 tired, so I got you know I got to hit the hay. And Heather's falling asleep on her bed with her earphones on, but the, the, the music is no longer playing. Oh, I know what I'll do. Uh, I'm going to take some of uh, We have some of our older toys, some of the old squeaky toys. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to scatter some um, just in front of Heather's door. Out in the hallway? Yeah. Uh, so that if she steps out of her, her doorway, yeah, she might not notice and step on them and we'll hear it. And then I head back, and I go to Mark. All right. All right. At some point, you're all finally in bed, asleep. Booby traps are set. Um, I would like you to all do uh, owl rolls. 19. No, 16. I'm sorry. 16. No, Ouch. 19. I just us. I got a sixty-three, so that's a fail for me. Okay. Fifty-eight, just barely a pass. Yeah, fifty-six. Okay. Yeah. And Heather, pass. pass or fail? Uh, I got nineteen. Okay, so Mark, Mark, and Heather, um, somewhere in the middle of the night. Uh, obviously not midnight yet because your alarm hasn't gone off you suddenly hear a scream, a um, blood-curdling scream coming from, it sounds like, down the hall. Um, there's pounding on the ground, and there's noise, and they're scrambling about, and you are completely terrified. Uh, something is happening. Uh, you hear the screaming for a few moments, and then it's gone. And the silence afterward is more terrifying than the, than the screaming. Do we recognize the scream as a someone we know or not know? Baby mom? And I'm still asleep since I failed, right? Or uh, You're not as alert, so okay. maybe, you, maybe you sort of halfway wake up. Right, I'm sort of, yeah, in between, yeah. Right. You hear more of the pounding than the screaming. Where do you think it's coming from? I don't know, but we need to check it out. I'm grabbing my softball bat, easing you, out the look. You can definitely hear that something's gone by, by you down the hallway to the stairs. Um, something running. I'm going to go check on everybody. Yeah. Check on the boys, 
taken on, on mom and dad. Yeah, we, we grab our little league bats. Okay. I want, I want the bat because, you know, what? the newspaper thing and it's stranger. Um, Heather, you open your door and uh, <laughs> you take a step out. <laughs> and uh, there is a squeak from something on the floor that makes oh, you that? gasp and jump. Um, Sweet. And when you, look, chicken. when you look down at the, remember the house is dark at this mm -hmm. point. Uh, when you look down at the ground, you see a couple of these old squeaky toys there, but you also notice there is a dark stain in the carpet um, uh, in, in spots going across in front of you. Um, you see that mom and dad's door is open. And uh, by the time you realize what, what you're seeing, uh, Mark and Brian and Matt are popping their heads out of the, uh, their doors. What's going on? Did you hear that pounding? There's stains on the floor. Can I tell what, if I put my finger in the sniff, can I tell what it is? Well, does? you can turn your, your light on. Okay, I'll do that. It's blood. You can do a sanity roll. Yes. Definitely. All of us are just Heather. Well, if you guys move down the hall towards her and you see the blood too, the blood yes. the blood is less by your doors, but there is definitely blood on the carpet. I got a 34 on that one. <laughs> oh, 84. Oh, I passed. I got 78, and my sanity is only 50. Okay. Um, I would like you, if you if you pass, you can take two points of, of sanity damage. If you fail, do a 1d4. All right. Failure. That's three for me. Oh, no. I got four. You hear a crash downstairs. It sounds like someone is in the kitchen and has knocked over a bunch of stuff on the counter, maybe. Um, you also Gosh. think... You also think that you feel this, this change in air pressure for a moment as one of the downstairs doors opens and closes. We gotta get down there and see what the hell's going on. Come on. Oh, hold it. What, what about mom and dad? Yeah. This blood. Heather, you're the closest. You probably in, in horror turn the corner and walk towards your parents' room. Yes. On the floor, just inside the door, there is a body lying there on the oh. ground. Uh, you are pretty sure that it's your father, and he has no skin. Oh, gosh. There is blood everywhere in the bedroom. You can do another sanity roll. <laughs> oh, gosh. No skin. Oh, 90. Oh, okay. That's good. too bad. Um, go ahead and do another 1D, do 1D6. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Yes. All those nursing courses you've been taking <laughs> really helped in the blood. 
Um, but you freak out, you scream. Oh, um, yeah. Your brothers come up behind you and they see what you see. Don't look, don't look, don't look, Miss Sanders. We all roll? Yeah, you can all do sanity rolls. That's oh, boy. That's a 90. That's a 90. Oh, crap. It's just like biology. So D6s on fails? Yeah, one D6 on fails. I got a, oh, I got a four. Okay. Oh, shit. Who oh, else, no. Who else failed? I'm just like. Everybody else Everybody else passed? Yeah. Okay, yeah, so one D4 anyway. Okay. Uh, um, sir. There, there is there is blood everywhere in the room. There's blood on the bed. There's blood on the floor and the walls. Your mother is nowhere to be seen, um, uh, and your father has been murdered, and his skin has been removed. Oh, we, we got. Uh, we, we, there, 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 there was outside, outside, downstairs. We, we we heard a door. We we, we gotta go after the mom, 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 They they could have taken mom. That's true. But we also have that stranger, and I look towards the room, the guest it's, room. The door's open. Who do you think did this? Come on, we gotta go. I heard, we heard the front door. I'm gonna start heading down to, towards the stairs. Um, I, I go, I, I look at my, Mark and go, we, we, we're heading down there, but we're, I'm kind of taking a look in the room. Yeah, I'm gonna peek in with you. Brian, as you're going down the stairs, you realize that, um, with uh, with diminishing amounts, uh, there are blood stains on the carpet going down the stairs, and you're pretty sure they're in the shape of feet, more or less. Oh, okay. But, uh, it's like bloody footprints. Yeah, uh, bloody bare footprints. Okay. Um, but by the time they get to the bottom of the stairs, they're not there anymore. They're just, you know, they're, they're, there's not enough that blood, you know. You think this person, it might be your mom, because she would have stepped in the blood all over right. the floor, and by now there's just not enough blood to trouble you. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna run up to the front door and sort of open it and try to look out uh, while I wait for the others and see if I can see anybody. Okay. Or anything. Uh, the front the front door is to your right. Uh, you right. run there and you look, uh, and the door is locked when you get to it. Mm, okay. Uh, I guess then, in that case, I'm going to go towards the other door. The, um, what would that be? The, uh, the you back... Towards the screen porch? Yes, the porch entry. All right. Um, as you get past the stairs, uh, with, with the kitchen on your left-hand side and the family room on your right, uh, you can see that there's something on the floor. Um, there's some shiny bits on the floor in the kitchen. And when you look in there, you realize that a couple of the drawers have been pulled out and um, the, the contents have been dumped onto the ground. Uh, do a spot hidden for me. Sure. Uh, I got 39. Uh, that, that's a pass on 50. Uh, you look, you're, you're concerned, you're frightened. Um, some some horrible thing has taken place in your hand. You think in terms of weapon, and you realize that the big butcher knife is missing. Oh, okay. All right. Um, are there any other knives left? There are some smaller utility knives, yes. Uh, yeah, I'll take a couple. You know, like if, if there's three, I'll grab three. And, and Or I guess, dang it, I can't, you can't put a knife in your pocket. I guess I'll just grab like one or two. 
uh, and just have one in each hand and try to like uh, be like, Matt, Mark. No, we're coming. We're, um, so, is there anyone in the the guest room? No. All right. Now we should check on Grandma. Yeah. All right. So we we had Trump down. We baseball. You you look left. I look right. Okay. Okay. As you are heading, as you go to the uh, uh, door where your grandma is, just as you get to the door, you hear a strange noise coming from inside the room, uh, almost a kind of loud buzzing sound. Um, uh, and and it, you stop in your tracks because you don't know what the sound is. But you hear that, and along with what sounds like maybe your grandmother uh, in distress, uh, you'll hear the buzz, and you'll hear her go, ah, ah, like that. I will rush to the door and open it. Okay. I got you. You throw open the door. You're all right. You're all together. And as you throw open the door, A man who looks like your father is standing there over your grandmother. He has something in his hands. You don't know what it is, but it's sparkling with light, um, like, like uh, some sort of electronic device. There are uh, uh, cables coming out from it. Uh, and they're going to your grandmother's head. And there is some sort of device that's been attached to your grandmother's head. And he's fiddling with dials. And you can see that when he does, she shakes violently and, and calls out in pain. It looks like he's torturing her. Um, and he seems to be intently staring at her as... as uh, as he's doing this, um, he he doesn't really see that you've kicked open the door or opened up the door. What do you do? Uh, I would like to run up and stab him. <laughs> yeah. I... All right. So Brian, do a an attack, a brawl. Yeah. yeah. And I'm coming with the baseball bat. Yeah, twenty-seven. <laughs> it's a hard. Okay. I so I like frozen in the doorway. Get off my grandma! Ah. All right. And I'm swinging with the baseball bat. All right. That's a brawl, you said? Yeah. Where is my brawl? Oh, there uh, it is. Unarmed combat. Ooh, oh, 07. Cool. Okay. Ooh, that's a, ooh, that is a extreme success. Wow. All right. I think, yeah. Uh, why don't you both roll for damage? Uh, the knife uh, would do uh, 1d4 plus 2. Plus your damage bonus if you have one. I don't know if you do. I don't think I do. Roll double check. Probably not. Oh, I actually, right. I do actually. Sorry, I am okay. the, big, you've been, I'm the big boy. So that's right. You've been you've been fighting at school. Yeah, well, I've got you know, bullies. That's uh, three and then one, so it's four. So plus two, so six, six damage. All right. So this is what happens. You take your knife and you run up. Stay off my grandmother and you sham the knife in. And it's very odd because though your knife just goes straight through the flesh, 
it hits something hard, hard like cement, and the end of the knife snaps off in your hand. As you pull the knife down, it actually tears the skin open on this person's arm. And you can see that there's something shiny and black underneath the skin. Um, Matt, you hit the thing good and hard, and it's like hitting a cement wall. Um, the, thing, the thing reacts a little bit, and when it does, it lets go of this thing that it's holding. It throws its hands up. It, seems, it sort of screeches at you. Um, it, it, it swings to make you back up a little bit. And then it runs to the window and it smashes through the window and jumps out. And your grandmother is lying there. You can all do sanity rolls again. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh man. Yeah. Lots you of okay, sanity girl? rolls. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I don't make it. Yeah, 66, oh, neither do I. Um, no, fail also. I got 93. All right. You actually, but you also actually saved your grandmother. So I'm gonna say, just do a a one d two. Do a four okay. side or a six side dice. Yeah, and just in this or yeah. I lost nar two. All right. I rolled a three, so that would be what one two. Now all this stuff is still attached to your grandmother, and the little yeah. thing is still glowing. Yeah, I'm gonna start. Uh, just like ripping, like if I can like take them off, like if it's not gonna, if I'll take one off, see if it hurts her. Well, when you take them off, it's definitely leaving a mark. They go through the, okay. the skin. So she bleeds a little, but she seems to be calming down now that you've, you've okay. pulled them out. Yeah I'll, yeah, I'll make sure that she's all disconnected. Like, Granny, are you all right? What was that thing trying to do? Was that wearing dad's skin? Oh, oh. And she, she sort of motions that she's, she's incredibly weak at this point. Uh, and you can see that there's drool, you know, because she has no motor control. And she, 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 uh, who's closest to her? Probably me or Matt. Okay. Yeah. Brian, you're right there. Um, she, she reaches up with her arm and she's like, she's, she's putting it on you. She's, she's like this. And, she gets the back of your head, grabs a hold of your hair, and she pulls you down, uh, rather, not with any great strength, but she's pulling you down kind of into her lap, and then she's rubbing her hand over the back of your neck. And then once she's done that, she lets you go and uh, sort of points at whoever's closest next, Heather. All right. Matt, yeah. so I will go next to her. All right. She does the same thing. Um, she almost, she becomes very upset if you don't want her to do this, but she does it to each and every one of you. And then uh, she, she looks very much more calm uh, afterwards. And uh, with her hand, she points over to her bookcase. All right. I'll over. Yeah. All right. And as you're there, she's, she's like, you know, doing this, sort of directing you to which one. And then when you get there, she, she's like, you think she's saying, bring the books out. Okay. What you realize is that there's a box 
behind the books. What, what's this, Granny? Uh, and it's, it's about the size of a shoebox. And, and she's like this. She's you know, bringing it up yeah, like yeah. this. She has you open up the box. And inside are three things. There's a journal and two incredibly bizarre looking objects. One of them looks like this. It's about what? the size of a handgun. Okay. The other one looks like this. And it's about the size of your fist. Granny, what are these things? And then she points at the, the journal. So she's pointing at the journal. And you, you open it up and you realize that it's, it's in her handwriting. It's stuff that she's written. It's a journal of her exploits, but the date on it is the 1920s from way back. And she keeps having you turn pages. And then at a certain point, she, you know, points, points at the book and wants you, wants you to read the page. So does uh, somebody want to read that? Sure. Brian? Uh, sure. Um, can you still hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it, yeah, it doesn't show me lighting up. Uh, it, it was, the, sorry. <clears throat> it was in the spring of 1918 that was the worst of it occurred. We, we knew we were getting close to the nest. My friend Kenneth had been replaced by one of the things, and we wanted revenge. It was late afternoon when we found them all huddled together in the basement of the Miskatonic Science Building. They were constructing some sort of machine. All they needed was the artifact. Two of them were torturing Kenneth's brain for information when we burst into the room and started firing with the organic lightning gun. The first volley managed to blast the head off one, if you can call it a head. The others turned to attack, but we had them trapped. Michael lobbed a Molotov at the group, and everything burst into flames. Uh, we closed the steel doors and listened to their buzzing screams for five minutes before getting the hell out of there and alerting the school to the fire. In the end, everything, we, everything got covered up, and no one suspected us at all. We, we made a mutual pact that we should hide and keep the artifact a secret. If the creatures ever got it again, it would be the end of us all. And she... She gives sort of a calm sigh and then points to the, the, the gun and the, the artifact. Gr Granny, what did you get into? What, what is oh, this? Oh, Granny. And then she, comic she, she points at the window. What, what, what is this, Blade Runner? I look out the window. Well, the window that smashed, that the thing went out. Yeah. I think she's telling us that we need to go after it. I have, I picked up the gun. Is that what you're yeah. saying, Granny? And she points at the gun. Does anybody know how to shoot? Wow. I just don't think so. Let me take a look. Let me shoot a little bit, but. Yeah, I got some with rifle, just the base for a rifle and yeah. handgun, but that's about but, it. Yeah. Just if he was like, anybody ever uh, go hunting with dad or something? Oh, crap. All right. Uh, I mean, I, I think I should, you know, have the, the knife still, and somebody should have a bat, and you know, so, somebody should, I guess, should take this thing. Uh, I'll be careful. And she, I'll grab the pistol. She she points at that page in the thing at the words lightning gun. I, right, Grandma. Oh. This is the lightning gun. We should use the lightning gun on the thing. And she sort of gives you the lightning gun. Uh, 
okay. Uh, all right. Uh, okay. All right, guys. All right. So, so, all right. Uh, who, 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 who doesn't have a weapon yet? Uh, uh, somebody take the lightning gun. We, we've got a couple knives. We, we, you know, uh, Matt's got his bat. That's, that's very good. So, uh, if we go, we, I guess we got to go after this thing and, and try to find mom. I'd pick the gun out of the box already. Okay. Right. Um, Heather, do a power roll. All right. Eight. Eight. Um, you pick up the gun, and it's squishy. The gun is squishy. Um, oh. And when you hold it, 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 it to where, where the grip seems like it would be in the trigger, um, you suddenly realize that it is molding itself to your hand as you're holding it. But somehow you begin to understand how it works. Um, There is no trigger, but you can fire it by simply pointing at what you want to hit and thinking that you want it to fire. You also know that it does a lot of damage. And in fact, what you get from it is that it does uh, 1d10 points of damage per charge and that you can fire up to five charges at once. But it also has to recharge afterwards and the the more you spend, the more it needs to recharge and it it gets hot. I mean, you think that there, if you went past five, five charges at once, it would actually probably explode. Oh, wow. But you don't know how you know this. That information has been put into your mind. It's not even articulated. It's just somehow you know it by holding the gun. And you also think that it's attaching itself to your body, to your nerves, okay. uh, which is kind of frightening. Yeah. Except it's, fright- it's more frightening for them seeing it happen than it is for you. Uh, sanity? Or... Mm. No, we're good. No. All right. Okay. Just make. You sure. could either do a sanity roll, and you only lose one if you fail. Otherwise. All right. Good. <laughs> like this thing is fusing on her arm, but it's gonna help us. So. Um, I got a hundred. Seventy-eight. All right. Mark, I'm gonna get a hundred. Yeah. So <laughs> you're gonna take one off. Yeah. <laughs> Granny. It's a good place we... to use the hundred. Granny, should we take the cube too? Um. She she opens up her eyes and she points at that book, you know, like yeah, that's the artifact. You're 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 you you get oh. the distinct impression that thing can't get a hold of the artifact. Okay, so okay, well, shit. Um, all right, so we need to. We're gonna go after this thing. Do we want to bring the artifact with us to make sure it doesn't come back around and get it, or do we want to hide it somewhere? Well, she points at the box and she points back at the bookcase, maybe. Okay, yeah, maybe we'll yeah. leave it with her because it didn't, and hope, yeah. and we'll go try to kill it or you know find it or something. However, I'm gonna, th- uh, Granny, you want me to take care of this thing as I look at the little egg thing it dropped that was connected to her head. And I, um, and I she gives you a baseball. yes. Yeah, yeah. I start. <laughs> it Great. proves to be rather difficult to damage, um, but you do it. 
you you crack it and uh the the little lights all turn off dang that was a tough egg what is this thing made out of it's a third train of pockets it almost looks like it's made out of glass except that it is really really super tough so uh, i guess at this point I'll, I'll sort of take one of the little knives and you know hand it to mark and be like here take this um and then, so Mark and I have knives, and Matt's got his, you know, bat, and Heather's got the crazy device. All right, uh, um, I, I guess, I guess we gotta f try to follow after this thing. Yeah. One of you should stay with Granny, just in case he comes back. I don't know. I, I mean, as long as we can try to stay on its tail, uh, I mean, I, I, I like us all to be together. What do you guys think? All right, Mark, Matt. You, you know what happens in horror movies. That's that's yeah, what I'm yeah. saying. That's what I'm saying. It's when they all separate that they get them. We've yeah. seen it a hundred times in the comic books. In the right. tales of the creeper. So we'll, we'll stick together then. Stay right. safe. Damn, so where where are you going to go? I guess uh, we're gonna try to like see if we can follow, like you know, go out the side that the window faces and see if we can see any tracks or. How much glass is broken out? Um, uh, pretty much the whole thing. He jumped through it. Now, what happened was, is he jumped through that window, and that window leads out onto the entry porch. Okay. So he must have gone out that. It's going out right next. It, her room uh, is I right see, next I to see. the front door. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we're essentially gonna run out in the front yard and trying to see if we can find where he went, or right. where it went, or him, or it, or whatever. Now it doesn't show in the picture in the map, but there's shrubbery all around your house. Um, uh, the twins have hidden there more than once. Um, uh, you've probably got your own little hidey hole areas out there. Uh, anyway, so you're gonna go. Out, are you gonna go out the window? You're gonna go out out the Front door. door. All right. Door. Uh, you go out the front door, and you definitely can see uh, little spatters of blood uh, from whatever it was, um, and you can see that it didn't bother to go to the stairs leading off the porch. It just jumped off the porch, um, and you're not sure whether it went left or right or headed towards the barn or the silo. It could have headed to either one of them. Uh, or it could be just hanging around outside. I don't know. Hmm. Do we hear any movement uh, or buzzing or something like that? You don't. It's quiet and it's, I mean, other than cricket noises and and things like that. Um, I try a, maybe a natural world to see if there's any disturbances in the shrubbery or the bushes or the trees. Sure. I'm going to try to use my what little tracking I have because it looks like I have some tracking. Uh, oh yeah, I got a 48. So I, uh, uh, yeah, I think that's gonna be a fail. But yeah, that's if I need, I need a 35, okay. so I got to fail. Yeah, I've missed also well. Yeah, it's dark. Yeah, it's dark out here. You can't really see very well. Uh, 46, that's not good. I guess it's good. Say, we're not allowed to spend luck, right? <laughs> we're not doing that? Yeah. You can spend luck. Um. Okay, I might, uh, would that be 46 to 35? Yeah, I'll, I'll do 11. I'll spend 11 luck. Okay. Uh, and that was for the natural world? Yeah, so to make the natural world a pass. You 39. think 
uh, to your left over by the garage uh, that you you think you might have seen the bushes move. Okay. But guys, guys, you think the bushes moved over here? Let's check it out. And uh, I'll, I'll even go first, you know, try to be the, the, the brave big brother. Okay. Good luck, roll. Okay. Oh, man. <laughs> I just, that's not good. It's now 39. Oh, I got a 20. I got a 20. Okay. Uh, you start to move towards the bushes, and you definitely think there's somebody between the bushes and the house hiding back there. Um, so you don't, okay. you, you don't know exactly where, where this person is. You know, I'll, I'll sort of point and be like, there's somebody, but you know, there's somebody back in this general area. Um, and I will, I'll, you know, I'll try to start, I guess I'll just start like trying to search through to see, you know, maybe where this person is. Okay. Um, you, you, you start to move, you know, hedges are never perfect. Um, right. you, know, you see some, some places where there's gaps. All of a sudden, uh, coming out from between two of the bushes uh, through one of the gaps um, is your mother. And she screams violently. She has the butcher knife in her hand. And she comes running at you, Brian, with the butcher knife and slashes at you. Oh, man. So, um, do a... Yeah. Do an attack dodge. roll or a dodge roll. Damn it, because this is my mom. I'm going to make a dodge. Nicholas, go ahead. Oh, Nicholas. I got a, I got a 95. Okay. As you jump, you're so surprised. You're surprised that it's your mother. And as she comes forward with the, the butcher knife, uh, she hits you right in the shoulder with it. <gasps> and she's like, murderer, murderer. She's screaming ah! at you. Um, she does. She does two only two points of damage. Okay? Ah, all right, and all right. Once she does that, she screams and she turns around and she runs off. Uh, almost before any of you can react. Um, it's like she doesn't recognize you. She's completely crazed and out of her mind. Uh, and you see that she's hit Brian with. Uh, what do you guys do? I think they like yell after her. I'm scared to run after her. She she's she's running out towards the fields of wheat. I'm gonna check I'm gonna take a look at Brian. Is the knife still stuck in him or did she drop the knife or what? Well it, it wasn't in far enough to where it would stick, didn't hit the bone. Um so it's falling out, but he's bleeding. All right. Do I have any oh, first aid? We, we gotta we gotta go after her yeah, or try to find I, that I, other thing. Hold it, hold it here. I'm gonna use hold my it. Boy Scout skills. Um, and you can you can hear her running out there into the field screaming. 46, which is a pass. So I've I've been able to give me the one. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's good. Because I have a 55 in first. That was half the damage, so yeah. So I'm like, oh, all right, thank you. Yeah, it's, so at least it's not like bleeding anymore. I'm like, we, we, look, we, we got to go after her or, or, or try to find that, that thing. That thing ran off a different way, I guess. We, yeah, there's a bigger knife there. Yeah, yeah, you got a bigger, bigger knife, knife now. <laughs> oh, okay, sure, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, the one. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, were you able to get her, Mark? 
Uh, I, I think she ran to, towards the wheat field or something. Yeah, she's she's too far ahead of you, but in the you you've got a full moon, so uh, it's it's actually lit up pretty well out here by this time. Uh, you can see her running in the field, and it looks like she's just running as far away and as uh, in the opposite direction of the farm. We gotta look for that thing. I agree with you. And she ain't gonna stop till she gets to the Wilkinson's farm. I guess the Wilkinsons are have to deal with it. Wait, wait a minute. Do you don't think what that that thing was like wearing our dad's skin? It, it could be, but uh, it's crazy. Four of you okay, do a right. spot hidden roll. All four of you. Twenty-five. That's a hard. That's a hard pass. Eighteen. Regular pass. All right. Uh, those of you who pass, you think you see some movement over by the barn. Mm. It's the barn. There. Yeah. I'm let's go. The barn. All right. Let's, let's go. I got the gun. Yeah. Up. I'm going over there. Yeah, I've got the bigger knife. I'm ready to go. Just stay out from in front of this thing. I don't know yeah. what it's going to do to you. All right. Yeah, I, <laughs> I get to. The, I take one side. Mark takes the other side of the back corner. So it's sort of like a. a I guess yeah. More like that. Okay. Um, as you approach the barn, you can hear uh, noise inside, uh, almost like like pieces of board or wood are being uh, torn off the inside of the barn. Um, something's making a racket in there. And uh, you don't know exactly where it is. And as you approach, it's, it's pitch black inside the barn. What do you want to do? Do we have any lights? I guess we don't. No, you've all, you've all run out here without any lights. Mm. You've got the moonlight, but the moonlight's not in the barn. You probably have flashlights and stuff back at the house. You guys think, should we, should we go back and get flashlights or? or... Um, I can run back if you want. Yeah, yeah, go back. I'll, I'll, uh... as, you were all, as you were all standing there, um, out of the corner of your eye, uh, you see a flash of light. And as you turn your head, you can see headlights coming down the road to the farm. Um, looks like a pickup truck. Rick. Oh, oh come on. Not right now. Ugh. Screw that guy, okay? We've got bigger fish to fry. Yeah, it killed dad. And attacked as, grandma. As the truck is coming uh, past the silo, uh, you suddenly, you can sort of see into it, you can see Rick's in there, but Rick is slowing the car, uh, the truck way down, and he's looking out the opposite window at your mother running across <laughs> the field. Uh, and he's parking the car. Then he looks over at you, and he gets out of the truck. Like, 
what the fuck is going on? Do you have a flashlight? Uh, a flashlight? Yeah. What the hell are you all doing out here this time of night? Jesus, dad, something is that dad, your something mother? Yeah, something killed our dad. I said you in the barn. He can hear the noise in the barn, can he? Well, no, he's he's actually maybe 50 feet from you, oh, walking okay. towards you. He stopped the truck. Um, it's in the barn. Why don't you all do a uh, spot hidden again? All right. Uh, not this time. 55. 48. I, I see where's my spot hidden. Mine is an extreme. Yeah, I have a, um, a regular success. Mark. You've got an extreme. That's good. Uh, Mark, uh, as all this is going on, you keep looking over at the barn and you suddenly realize that the damage that was being done to the barn uh, is up in the roof. Um, you can see the, the moonlight sort of suddenly streaming through and you realize that whoever, whatever it is, has climbed up onto the roof of the barn. And as you step back, you see what vaguely looks like your father um, climbing up onto the roof of the barn. You can't see any details, but you're seeing sort of the silhouette. Heather, hit it! He's up there. Well, you guys don't see it yet. Mark sees oh, it. Oh, sorry. Guy, guy, he's up there. He's up there. Like pointing at the guy. That's cheap. I'm pissed off. I'm scared. He killed my dad. I'm going to shoot a skin-stealing ass. You're going to try and shoot it? You're quite a ways away, but uh, go ahead. Um, uh, do a like a firearms roll. Thirty-eight and luck. <laughs> luck. That is twenty. Oh, so it's a failure. All right. I'm Eighteen off. Um, you think really hard. You're pointing it in that direction. You think really hard, and suddenly, um, almost deafening. There is a clap of thunder as a blinding white bolt of lightning shoots out of the end of your hand and hits the side of the barn. And where it hits, it immediately bursts into flame. Uh, she didn't come anywhere near the thing uh, when you did it. And you feel suddenly fatigued on the inside. All of you have slammed your hands over your, your ears, and you're kind of stunned from the impact of the, of the thunder. As you, 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 and you're kind of blinded a little bit. But as you look up, uh, this thing, it suddenly seems to be removing the costume of your father. Uh, tearing it off in bits. And you notice that there are far more arms, if you will, than what your father had. And they're not human looking. What, what's emerging from your father looks like a huge crab-like insectoid thing. Um, you can see ripples of color uh, like light. And you suddenly see wings unfurl and the thing leaps off of the, the roof and goes sailing through the air and uh, you're still you've still got a blind spot 
where you're looking, but it heads straight towards Rick. <laughs> what do you do? Uh, Rick, happens, Rick happens to be standing in the headlights. How, how far? How far away is it as it's flying away, <laughs> flying towards him? It's it's still a ways away. I'd say mm. probably seventy-five to hundred feet from. Okay, so try throwing the smaller knife. That's way too far. <laughs> yeah, that's way too far. Way too far. I'm gonna try to shoot it again. All right. It's going towards Rick. Hey, it's going towards your boyfriend, Rick. Yes, twenty. What do you need? All right. I think you need. I fired. Oh, uh, what do you need to hit, Heather? 20. 20 out of 20? Or? Oh, so you got 20? Yep. All right. Finally. Um, you fire, and uh, this time the concussion almost knocks you off your feet. Um, uh, all of you back up, but you suddenly see the thing. Uh, it looks like one of its wings has partly burst into flame. And you see the thing fluttering down towards Rick. Rick is standing there going, what the fuck? Like this, just as the thing slams into the ground right in front of Rick. Rick, some luck. Ooh. Um, it partly lands on Rick and knocks him flat. <laughs> Bye-bye, um, Rick. <laughs> uh, and as it does this, it doesn't, like, collapse. It it immediately starts to pull itself up onto onto its whatever they are, legs. Looks like a gigantic crab spider winged monster thing. Uh, it's all black and shiny in the, uh, the moonlight. And it immediately begins to plow through the, the wheat towards you. Or well, it's not in the wheat. It, it starts to immediately move towards you. Um, Heather, you're not sure you can fire again because you're completely uh, exhausted, but you might be able to manage it. I'm going to try. And it's I mean, getting closer. It's coming, it's coming toward us. Yeah, I might just panic fire at this point. Right. And an 88 will not do it. Do you want to spend any luck? <laughs> oh, boy. I don't have that much luck. You don't have that much luck. All right. Yeah, I rolled an 88 and my, my shooting is only 20. Uh, you fire. And uh, you hit the ground in front of the thing, and it sort of dodges to the side. Uh, but it's now almost, it's almost got a, a rolling gallop, and it'll be to you in, in another round. What do you guys want to do? I'm going to hold up the knife and like... It doesn't seem to have, it doesn't seem to have a weapon of any kind, except that it's got these big claws. No one bothers my sister but me and my brother yeah let's let's go for it uh only we're allowed to pick on her not you uh, all right <laughs> so you're gonna attack with your little knife your little knife I yeah i guess we're gonna charge at it yeah all right um, i'll be like mark if i die check my pockets and then i'm gonna charge out with my knife <laughs> all right um Go ahead and uh, do a, a brawl, hand-to-hand. Uh, -hand. Uh, uh, can I, uh, it's a 75, I'll, I'll, spend the, I'll spend the five. Okay. To make it a pass. Uh, right. it, it failed any kind of dodge. All right, cool, I, I, so then I hit, so I'll spend the luck and hit? Yeah. 
It's a D4 and D4 and 2, right, you said, for the knife? Uh, D4 plus 2 D4 plus damage D4 plus bonus? 2 plus yeah. your damage bonus. Ooh, 4 and then 3. Nice. So that's um, uh, 4 and 3. So, so 9. 9 damage. All right. That's pretty good. You, yeah. you jam that butcher ah. knife. Uh, and now you realize what the problem was. It's got kind of a carapace, like a crab. Right. Um, this time you hit it, and you actually stick it into the carapace, a good a good three inches into the carapace. But now it's stuck there. Shit. <laughs> um, uh, Matt, what are you you were going to try to yeah, stick yeah. it also? Yeah, I had hit with my baseball bat. I hit um, with a hard success. Okay. Um. Uh, Blunt trauma does half damage. So, um, what's your base? What I had to? clubs. One uh, d eight plus your damage bonus. Uh, so it'll be like one d four plus your damage bonus. All right. We'll cut. All we'll right. just one d eight plus then cut it in half. Yeah, well, I don't get damage damage bonus, so I okay. got um, three points of damage. I have to. Okay, so you only actually do uh, two points of damage. When you hit it, or or did you already half it? I already halved it. So oh, you already halved it. Okay, so you do three points of damage. Mark, what do you do? I tried to charge at it, and I had a fan like failure by thirty to my boom strike. Okay. All right. So you've managed to stick a knife into it. You've hit it with your baseball bat. Um, Heather is staggered back because uh, she's fatigued from it. She thinks she might be able to fire again, except that now you're all in front of her beating on this this thing. Um, the creature is going to swing around uh, and try and at least throw uh, Brian off. What do you want to do, Brian? Do you want to attack uh, again or do you want to dodge? I will try to dodge, hoping that she'll be able to get shot off. So, uh, Oh no, that's an 80, so I fail. Okay. Uh, the thing, as you've, as you've jammed the knife in, the thing wheels around and hits you with its its claw and flings you off. Um, so you, you basically get falling damage, uh, just like a 1d3 or 1d4. You me to roll it or? Yeah. Okay. You, you've been flung Three. maybe 10 feet onto the ground. Three. Okay. Oof. So I'm at, uh, I'm at 11. Um, Matt, what are you yeah. going to do? You've, you've, you've hit it with I... your baseball bat. Oh, wait. That's, I'm sorry. It's, it's green. Um, uh, it's going to swing one of its claws at you. All right. Well, I'm going to attempt to dodge. Okay. Go ahead. All right. What is my dodge, by the way? Not that great. Uh, no, I didn't dodge. Okay. It didn't hit either. So uh, it it swung at you and almost took your head off, but uh, you you managed not to get hit. Uh, Mark, what are you going to do? <coughs> I see him swinging his claws, and I, I panic, try and stab him, then like run away after whether I hit him or not. Okay, let's go ahead and roll. No, that's seventy-two. That's complete failure. All right, you just can't get close enough to him because he's got all these these lobster arms swinging around. Um, Heather, what do you want to do? You think you're recharged now, but all your brothers are pretty close. I got flung off, but um, the other two are, yeah. <laughs> how far away is this thing? Uh, it's now right in front of you, literally oh. 10 feet. 
Okay. But but so is Mark and and Matt. M Mark is kind of moving away, but Matt is trying very hard to keep hitting it with a baseball bat. Brian's been thrown off. Well, if I can, I'm going to try to grab Matt by the collar and pull him back in one motion. He's like, put it like point blank on the thing and fire. Okay. Um, do it's like right there. Since I'll give, I'll give you the point blank, do a grapple roll to see if you grab a hold of Matt and pull him away. Uh, that's a uh, jump oh. roll. 70. I failed. You fail. All right, so you grasp towards Matt, um, but you can't get a hold of him. He's swinging away, like in that oh, no. horrible uh, spine. Do you want to yell at Matt? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm like, move! Matt, do you want to move? <laughs> well, let me see if I actually remember she has the gun. Oh, yeah, I remember. I go, and I leap out of the way. All right. Heather, go ahead and roll a uh, roll to hit. I just, I, don't, I just want to know if you get a critical failure. Otherwise, you're going to hit it. 68. Okay. Um, you, you discharge the thing. This time you're so upset and angry and, that you let five charges go at once. So you could roll five D10s. Oh, wow. This could be ugly. First one, four. Ooh, second one, zero. That's ten. That's ten. Ten, okay. Eight. Ten. Ten. Wow. Wow. Um, yeah, you, 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 you point the thing at it just as this thing sort of rears back. You notice how very strange and crab-like it is. And there seems to be this structure right in the front, if, if you could call it a head, sort of brain-like, and that there's little colored lights that flash and sparkle through its head. And uh, your gun goes off. And uh, for a few minutes, you guys all have tonight, you're all completely deaf. Um, the blast is blinding and you fly back at least a couple of feet and land on the ground and the thing is suddenly twitching and it's 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 smoldering and there's flames coming out from its the cracks around it and there's a big burn mark in the middle of it and it basically it just bursts into flame and it it, it crashes to the ground um, partly falls apart and the whole damn thing is dead and your barn is on fire oh no the barn oh shit <laughs> and uh and rick uh Let's see how Rick did. Rick's got a broken leg. Uh oh. Uh, but he's like, what the fuck? What the fuck is that? Shut up, Rick! <laughs> Shut up, Rick! Oh, nice shooting, Heather. Oh, oh boy, what, what do we do? Uh, oh man. Uh, what is this thing? Uh, at some point, uh, your mother is recovered. Uh, she's found cowering uh, in somebody's barn across <laughs> over there. Yeah. Um, uh, and you all feel like you have had 
an incredible adventure, absolutely terrifying and absolutely horrible, but kind of the kind of stuff that your grandmother used to tell you. That's great. And, and that's, if, that's the end of the story. If, yeah, if we can, I'd cool. like to pull uh, uh, Matt and Mark aside towards the end and make sure that we're out of your sort of Heather. Be like, all right, guys, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Okay? Yeah. Tell that, your that, secrets. <laughs> that, 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 that friend of hers, Rick or whatever, I don't know what the two of them are up to, but when they went out and made out the other night, I went into his truck, found $500. Okay, I, still, I spent some of it already, but I still got some of that. The three of us can split it, okay? At, we're we're gonna need it after after that, after all that happened. But I think we deserve it. <laughs> Heather, so sh- don't 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 tell Heather. Don't tell Heather anything. Shh. That's it. Yeah. Well, Matt and Mark, what's your what's secret? Your what's our secret? Yeah. Our secret is we've been sending letters to an ex-con with the first name of Heather and. No. Someone else's name. It's love letters. First, spicy first love. Name is Chuck. Oh yeah, that's yeah, right. Chuck. And his first Whoa. name was Chuck. And uh, we were sending spicy love letters from Heather to this. Oh my! You prankster! You pranksters! And then Heather, I think you guys know her yeah. secret. Yeah. yeah. She had a bunch of math hidden in the. Uh, I'll tell you, I know nothing about drugs, so it took me forever to figure out how much math. I finally just said, she has $500 worth of math. That works. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> this much or this much. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or what? Yeah, All right. probably burned up by now. So but, yeah. here's kind of the background. Granny was an adventurer. Yeah. And back in the... An uh, investigator. Oh, yeah. She was an investigator. Yeah. Uh, probably belonging to the Arcane Society or something like that. Yeah, like Miskatonic. Yeah. And, the, and they found that there was a, a Migo incursion that was okay. uh, uh, trying to do something nefarious at, uh, at the uh, Miskatonic University. And her and her buddies managed to stop it. She eventually married one of them. And uh, that was years ago when he wow. finally died. And she had the artifacts. Now, what the artifacts are, obviously, the lightning gun and the, the artifact. Um, somehow, the artifact was part of this machine they were building, and they, she managed to keep it hidden. Well, the Miko don't usually give up, so eventually, yeah. they tracked her down. And it took her only a few minutes to realize that at the dinner table that you guys were in big danger, because... She kind of was like, uh-oh, we got a stranger here, and he's not talking. And she she had no way of checking, but you would find something on mm-hmm. the back of the neck that would indicate that this was not the real person, you know, that they were somehow sort of Mego implant. And uh, and then the rest of it, your, the, the Mego took your father's skin. Your mother went completely banana shit insane. Uh, when she was upstairs, right, and this so. happened, and uh, she didn't. She didn't mean to attack you. She just was attacking anyone. She thought you were all taken over by now by this right. horrible thing. Um, and and that's it. I mean, the thing was torturing your grandmother because it wanted to know where the the artifact right. was. Right. Mm-hmm. That was great. Yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. I love it. I love it. The, the, the only two games I've played on here so far have both involved Mego. 
<laughs> like that's oh, the start yeah. of this. Yeah, but yeah, that was great. I, I loved it. It was, it, was, it was fantastic. Well done. That was great. Mm -hmm. Well, let me go ahead and finish it up. Our players included Nimrod Slorfutterman, Mike Kyle, John Dos Passos, and Oren Mayer with yours truly as the Keeper of the Secrets. We're currently producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The cost of Bubble the Shore provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd like to become a patron, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Riley, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure in the universe of HP Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.